Take two! Yay! The microphones are working! <laughs> it didn't want to pick us up there for a second, so <laughs> it, was, it was behaving. But I fixed it! We're good! Yay. It's monitoring now. <laughs> Hello. Hello! How are you, Crystal? I'm good. I'm tired. Me too. But I got a new job! Same company, but... It's nice. I'm excited. I can't wait to go back to my old position. So, yep. It'll be nice. Fun. <laughs> I'll be able to do everything I wanted to do. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm tired just because, for whatever the reason, this week I've not wanted to sleep when it's bedtime. <laughs> so, I've been staying up till like well past midnight. And then, of course, I'm dying the next day. <laughs> I feel it. I and, uh, feel it. I was, I was telling Crystal what we were chatting about it, huh? Yeah. I said, so I will be tired at a normal time, like 9 o'clock, but because I'm not ready to go lay down, I stay up, and then I'll get, like, this second wind, and I'm awake, and so <laughs> I really don't want to go to bed. <laughs> next morning. That's great. <laughs> That's why we have coffee. Yay! <laughs> so yeah. Yes. I don't have anything today. You don't have anything today? Nothing interesting really happened this week. My, li my lizard's shedding right now, so there's that, uh, but yeah. <laughs> well, before we started recording... I got all fired up. She did. And so I said, I said, okay, okay, okay. We got to start recording because this is something for the podcast. Okay. I don't know if you've seen <clears throat> this new Mandela effect about Ed McMahon and Publishers Clearinghouse. Do you know what I'm talking? Do you know who Ed McMahon and Publishers Clearinghouse is? I know what both of them are, but okay. I don't know the relevance okay. between the two. So, myself... A mid-30s person, everyone my age or older knows, I won't say remembers, I will say knows that Ed McMahon was a spokesperson for Publishers Clearinghouse. Because if you're, I don't know if you remember the commercials or if you're too young, like they show the commercials on TV right. where... Um, the, the winners, so they bring the big check and balloons and whatever and knock on the door and Ed McMahon is the one that gives them the check. Right. The Mandela effect is that this never happened. Ed McMahon was never a spokesperson for Publishers Clearinghouse. I'm looking at his face. Yes, he was. I saw that. Show me your Google screen right now. Look at That looks like the guy, though. That is him. Yes, that's Ed McMahon. Okay. Yes. So the men, okay, so I first saw this a couple weeks ago now on TikTok. It was a person, it was a lady a little older than me. She was probably 40-ish, and she's going, all you young people, you don't know what you're talking about. We lived it. We remembered it. It's true. Because the Mandela effect is that it's been scrubbed from the internet, and you can't even search it to make sure it's true. So at that time, two weeks ago, I went, no way. And I looked it up. And sure as shit, he was. It said, Ed McMahon, Publishers Clearinghouse. I was finding all this stuff about Publishers Clearinghouse and Ed McMahon. When I looked it up right now, 
to like be ready to back myself up. Everyone saying it's fucking nowhere. Everyone is no saying way. everyone is saying that it never happened. That he actually worked for a company called American Family Publishers. I will show you my Google screen. This is from the Public Publishers Clearinghouse website in their Myth versus Fact page. Question. Has Ed McMahon ever been a spokesperson for PCH? Contrary to popular belief, Ed McMahon has never been a spokesperson for our company and has never had any affiliation with Publishers Clearinghouse. Mr. McMahon worked for American Family Publishers, which is no longer in business. PCH puts its TV advertising spotlight on real sweepstakes winners who are surprised and videotaped by PCH employees that make up the PCH prize patrol. I'm telling you right now, but there, did. there is some kind of conspiracy and people are changing shit because look at, look, okay, look at, <laughs> it's even on Snopes. Snopes says where to go. Hold on. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I will find. I swear. Look at his face though. I'm like, it totally looks like him. And there's some photos with him holding up signs for Publishers Clearinghouse, but that could be like edited, but. It happened. It's true. People are trying to create <laughs> a false they're past. They're trying to get into your mind. They're trying, they're messing with me and I don't like it. <laughs> So I don't know what Crystal searched, but look, I searched Ed McMahon, Publishers Clearinghouse, and look, everything about it says it's wrong. Everything about it says it's not true. I see that now, and it's like, I guess, an overnight sensation. But then when you searched it, let me see your search. There was, um, okay, where did they go? Because you have stuff that says... Well, there was like we, a bunch of pictures. Crystal, are we living two different timelines? Who? Because that's the whole thing about the Mandela effect, right? <laughs> say things like that. Are we? But at the same time, it's not the same signature at the top. But, like, that's him with some girl laying up a big-ass sign that looks like a beautiful like, publisher's clearinghouse. Unless it's, like, totally something different. Yeah, no, that's no, that's not publisher's clearinghouse. But that that's Ed McMahon. But that's not publisher's clearinghouse. Would that be the one that he did? Everything else is edited, though. Like, there's ones where he's like standing there you can clearly see that somebody's just like but the whole thing is I'm I'm gonna find this I'm gonna scour the internet this was just a real quick search to prove myself right and I inadvertently proved myself wrong so I will be taking a poll of everyone I know <laughs> to see <laughs> yeah see when you look they're like all I mean they're older men but they're not uh, this is messing me up so much. <laughs> and I, what made me think about it was I saw a recent, another recent video. I don't remember if it was the same lady or, um, a different or a different lady, but she, <laughs> she goes, quit trying to say it didn't happen. We lived it. <laughs> and that's what I'm we going to say. There. All right. Anyway, that's I, what's got I me. I really wish I kept my Berenstein Bear books. I swear I wish I did. I know. I know what it said. You're all freaking lying with me because I read them all the time. 
And now they're just like completely wiped off the planet Earth. Yeah. All the older ones, at least, they're like completely wiped away. You can only find the newer ones that are apparently spelled correctly, and they're like, no, it was always spelled this way. And I'm like, no, you're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> We're not stupid, okay? We don't say Frankenstein. They're Berenstein, whatever. I don't care. I'm mad. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the Mandela effect. It pisses me off. I feel like everything that I knew growing up was wrong, and I don't like feeling that way. <laughs> I understand false memories, okay? I remember stuff wrong all the time. However, this is, this is, this is, this is wrong. This is wrong, and I don't like it. But, that's not what we're talking about right now. I just, (laughs) I just had to get it out there. Like, let us know what you, let us know what you know. If you... (laughs) Not what you think. What do you know? What do you know? <laughs> if you are a millennial or older, please. Do you know Ed McMahon? <laughs> and did he do Publishers Clearinghouse? That's all we want to know. That's all I want to know. I need the truth. <laughs> Who's going to tell me the truth? <laughs> Who's going to break her heart? <laughs> oh, that's funny. I could have sworn. Richard played, he played Publishers Clearing. He tried, I should say. Yeah. He didn't get very far. We got a, a piggy bank out of it, so there's that. Oh, nice. Yeah. They send stuff to our house all the time. I think, um, I don't even think they're still going. Yeah. Not all the time. Like, every once in a while, there'll be something. But, anyway. What are we talking about today, Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> we are going to talk about ghosties. Yeah. It was kind of a last minute thing. I was like, let's do like haunted places. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Crystal probably has a weird one. Mine isn't exactly fit, but it's still crazy. So I only learned about this one from watching um, BuzzFeed uh, Supernatural. Oh, yeah. I love BuzzFeed. Their, their show that's so funny but um yeah they went to this one and a lot of weird stuff happens at this place so a lot of very weird stuff so I definitely believe this place is so yeah so go ahead okay I will actually let me shut the door, you guys. <laughs> I just realized that. It's picking outside, up outside noises. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I could see it was picking up the outside. That's okay, though. You guys got a nice little summer summer air in your ear balls. <laughs> it's nice. It's been nice this week. I know. It's warming up. It's too windy, but I wanted to take Char out the other day. It's too windy for her, though. She'll get a little scared. The sun. I like the sun. We've hit lizard season, Crystal. Are you excited? I'm super excited. (laughs) She's going to be out on the porch all the time. She loves it. And then when I open the window, because the way her tank's facing, it faces one of our windows, I'll open the window. She'll just, like, she likes to stick her head out and let the sun just, like, shine in her face. She loves the sun. She's a spoiled baby. Alright. Alright. You want me to go first? You yes. Want to go first. Go first, ma'am. Alrighty. So, 
For my haunted place, I picked Bobby Mackey's Music Bar. Ooh. Oh, Music World, sorry. Um, but it's a popular nightclub, and um, it has like a very, very sinister, horrible past. <laughs> when you watch the BuzzFeed like paranormal one, you get to see that it, it's pretty creepy. There's a lot of weird stuff that happens there. Um, and it's also known for having a gateway to hell in its basement. Really? Huh. And it's so creepy. it's located in Wilder, Kentucky, and it first started out as a slaughterhouse. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good beginning. <laughs> Before it was a bar, it was a slaughterhouse in 1850, um, and it was just like a standard meat slaughterhouse. Um, but then there was a murder that happened there. So Pearl Bryan was murdered in 1896 at the age of 22, and she was pregnant at the time. But her body was discovered in a field that was about, like, two miles from the slaughterhouse. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of hint, hint, wink, wink that it happened at the slaughterhouse. Mm -hmm. Uh, then it also turned into a casino, and a lot of mobster stuff happened there around the 1920s. So more, more murders, probably. More murders. <laughs> more weird stuff. Um, and then there was a love tragic suicide that happened there um, in the 1950s. Joanna uh, was a dance hall girl and the daughter of the nightclub's owner when it was in the mobster years mm -hmm. um she fell in love with a singer robert randall and got pregnant and intended to run off with the young singer but her father forbade the romance and used his criminal connections and had the singer killed mm. when joanna discovered what had happened she poisoned her father and then took her own life yeah so there's more murders <laughs> And then it was uh, bought in 1978 by Bobby Mackey, who was a young country singer. And he's the one that turned into what it is now today. Um, and he said when he got it, he noticed there was a lot of, like, paranormal stuff going on. And he was kind of skeptical until, like, you know, workers and people started getting there. And they started, knowing, like, noticing all this weird haunted stuff happening <laughs> and I think even police officers were kind of noticing all this weird stuff and so that's when it started to get like really popular being known as like this haunted bar that you can go visit it's still around like you can still order a beer so it's go. still operating yes yeah. open yeah I think mm. um I don't know who manages it now but there's like this it's a, a woman manager. I forgot her name. It's in the BuzzFeed thing. Um, but she says, she talks about all the stuff that's happened to her. Like, she's been pushed, and she's been scratched. She's been kicked. She's been, you know, I think there's been glasses that have been broken around her. Um, and she still works there. And she still works there. Nope. There's a big guy. Oh, nope. I'm out. What, if one thing happened, I would be gone. <laughs> no, I don't think I can manage this place. Sorry. There's, like, one worker where he said that he's had to, like, stop some ghosts intervening with, like, guests and stuff like that. And I guess he 
um, he's encountered Joanna a lot, and she's very, very mean. Like, she's one of the meaner ones because of everything that has happened to her. Mm -hmm. So she's very, um, very vengeful spirit, she Mm -hmm. is. Sorry, I'm drinking tea. I take a drink of the tea. Um, so, some of the things that have happened, um, so like I said, it's believed to be a portal to hell, um, because in the basement, there's still, like, uh, what would you call that? Like a pentagram? Is that what you call it? The, the star that they use? In the circle? Yeah. Yeah. There's one that's still kind of, like, burned into the ground, and you can still see it, and... Um, a lot of like satanic rituals happen there so they're saying that's where the portal is so if you like stand there it like will take you to hell and so um, they don't they you, they avoid that area uh, yeah <laughs> maybe maybe close it like wall it off just, just like, forget about you it you don't need that part of the building right just... and it's got a huge link to the uh, slaughterhouse so a lot of the maybe murders that happened like that pearl girl happened Mm -hmm. in that basement because that's the one that's like linked to the slaughterhouse so that's where a lot of like her activity is in the basement Mm -hmm. along with like hellish kind of things Mm -hmm. because of the gateway to hell um there's stairs near a well in the slaughterhouse um or the old slaughterhouse that were deemed to be the stairs that led to nowhere and now in the basement, you can hear phantom footsteps of, like, people that are walking upstairs, but they're not really walking up the stairs. But, like, where the slaughterhouse was, those were the stairs. So they hear that. So that's interesting. Um, <laughs> let's see. So I guess there's other spirits around the bar, but they can't cross the river so I guess it's near a river, and there's some spirits, like, on the outside of it, but they can't cross the river. But if you cross over there, there's, like, hauntings that happen near the area of the bar. Mm-hmm. And there's one, let's see, um, a patron had claimed to have experienced being suffocated by heat and a flying trash can and a man with a handlebar mustache repeating die game die oh no latin for dying well or dying good in the men's restroom oh no sounds like sounds like maybe maybe this place can close it's okay (laughs) you're like no that's good bobby's wife has claimed to have been overcome by a scent of roses in the basement grabbed by the waist picked up thrown down and pushed downstairs by a force oh my god that resembled the sketches of a Alonzo wailing screaming get out get out she refuses to ever step foot in the club again oh no mm-hmm. Bobby Mackey claims that he's not a believer but he did write a song and tell Joanna about the young girl um, or about yeah, the young girl who was beheaded, or no, that committed suicide. That's right, because Pearl's the one that was beheaded. So he wrote a song about Joanna who committed or committed suicide there. He's not a believer, but all these things happen. But he still wrote it, yeah. If if things happen in front of you, how do you not believe what you're seeing? 
where you think everyone's playing a prank on you. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, you guys are messing with me. Stop it. There's uh, hot spots in the club, and it included the spotlight room, the catwalk over the stage, the well in the basement, the old china room, the platform area near the kitchen. People have also claimed to see ghosts in the big pitted mirror in the main room. So you can like look over in the mirror and you see the ghost sees just chillaxing and everything like that. Um, the club manager claims that on several occasions she would go through the club and make sure everything was turned off and closed down for the night. Then hours later she'd find that the bar lights were on, the front doors were unlocked, the jukebox would be playing the anniversary waltz, even though the jukebox was still unplugged and did not contain that song. Huh. <laughs> I like I said, I'd be like, so uh, I'm out. The, the the thing about this uh, place, I don't want to work here anymore. It's too haunted for me. Like I'm not, I'm good with this. Um, another club employee has seen a dark, very angry man behind the bar and a spirit who called herself Joanna. Uh, she would often speak to him and leave scents of roses in her wake. So keep that in mind if you go there and you smell roses. It's Joanna. He's about to be fucked up by Joanna. Like she's about to kick your ass because that seems to be what's going on. And what happened to the club's wife or the club owner's wife? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's it's pretty. Pretty much not much to it. I mean, there is. Like, I didn't go too far into, like, all the <laughs> deep history of it. Yeah. there's a lot on it. Yeah. So I just tried to kind of, like... Well, that's pretty precise. And, like, everything... That's a lot of stuff that happens, like... That's a lot. Yeah, that place is definitely haunted. Oh, it's very haunted. Like, there's nothing... Um, I know they picked up noises when I was watching the BuzzFeed one. And he did stand in the satanic circle, so he did stand in the portal. But, you know, for some reason when you're filming it, the ghosts know, so they're not, like, gonna jump right out and just fuck your day up. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I like it. Yeah, I was hearing a lot of things, and I've heard, um, watching that one, that there's glasses that get thrown, and ugh. And then, like I said, one of the employees, I guess, who's seen Joanna, um, he's intervened with Joanna, messing other people up, ghosts just casually chilling there, the gateway to hell. I know that they don't go down there often. <laughs> Close it off. Bill is shut out back for storage. I would say, you know what? You gotta go, you gotta go over there. <laughs> It's right there next to the river, so, like, we don't get haunted. Like, it's it's cool. But it's, like, a good, like, ten-minute walk that way, so have fun. Have fun, man. Um, and then there was uh, historic photos of Pearl Bryan match witnesses' descriptions of a headless ghost dressed in turn or, yeah, turn-of-the-century clothing. And photos of Bucky Brady also matches descriptions of other ghosts that have been seen at the bar. Hmm. <laughs> Could you imagine if you saw that? Oh, I would just piss my pants. I, 
<laughs> it's kind of funny. I had our uh, my back door open, and then one of our bedroom windows opened, and it slammed the door really hard. You know how it does that vacuum oh, yeah. kind of thing? But I got scared because I thought our place was haunted, and I was going to tell Richard, like, we had <laughs> Because it slammed it so hard, like somebody was angry, and I was like, oh no, we're haunted, we're done. <laughs> I had to check on the lizard to make sure she was still breathing, like she didn't just like drop dead like a rabbit or something, just like croak <laughs> over, because it was pretty freaking loud. But yeah, for a second there, I definitely thought I had to like burn my apartment and just leave, <laughs> like I'm done. <laughs> so that was mine. But it's it's pretty interesting all the stuff that happens. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to look that one up. You know, I don't know if no no I don't think I've ever heard of it before. I was gonna say maybe I have, but I don't think so. I never heard of it until I watched it on there, and then we watched like um, another thing about it. And then you just kind of read about it, and you're like, so it was a slaughterhouse, and then it was a casino for the mobsters. You know, <laughs> shit went down there, and then there was the tragic triangle suicide and murder and everything Perfect like that. setup for a haunted location. A beheading <laughs> of another pregnant woman. Like, So oh, we had two awful. score pregnant women here. Ugh. And, yeah, and that, so no wonder it's haunted. Yeah, and if anyone's coming back for vengeance, it's... One of those two. <laughs> right. And it wasn't like when they built it there, all of a sudden there was a portal to hell. They're saying no. Like, even with the slaughterhouse, there was a portal to hell here. Like, and they just built right on top of it. They're like, <laughs> bye. Like, we're going to live right here and all the weird shit that happened. So, bad, bad location planning. I don't think I would... I'd be like, I'm good. Like, uh, can I get a bar, like, down there's, the road? There's just places you don't build. Portals to hell, Indian burial grounds, you know, none of that. Right. Just mo- move along. Move, like, two miles down the road. Right, even if it's a couple extra dollars. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be worth it in the end. So, you know, you don't want to be, like, behind the bar, and then you get, like, hit in the head by something, and then you smell roses, and you're like, oh, great. She's here. She's going to kill me. Oh, and then I also was remembering, I just remembered too on the BuzzFeed thing, they said there was a hanging, like, um, I think that was the Alonzo that they're talking about. Like, he was um, hanged on the property, too, by a tree, so he haunts the place, too. Huh. Yeah. It's like a tree that they still have, and and he he was hanged there. Yeah, so he haunts the place. I heard he's pretty not nice. So they got a got a whole ghosty team. <laughs> they got a whole shebang going on there. A, a whole team haunted the place. <laughs> I wonder if they have shifts. They're like, all right, Joanna, you got Tuesday and Thursday. Lonzo, you got Wednesday. <laughs> Who wants Saturday? It's our it's our busiest <laughs> night. <laughs> We're gonna need two of you for that day, so. <laughs> Make it happen. Make it happen, guys. I'm going to need you to walk up and down the stairs near the portal of hell. That's great. <laughs> Joanna, you got your roses? You need a lot of those. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you ever 
wondered that, like, if you do become a ghost, if you have, like, a job still in the ghost world. You oh, shit, that would like suck so hard. Right, you just want you're a day like, off, and you're like, no, we're going to need you to go open and slam some cabinet <laughs> doors right now, so we're going to need you to do that. And you're like, ugh, like, it's my Friday, though. I don't want to go do that. <laughs> No, and then they, like, then people wonder why they slam that shit. They're probably just, like, pissed off. They're like, yeah, I don't want to deal with this shit today. <laughs> I'm having a bad day, man. Stay out of my way. It's my freaking Friday. That would be a hell of your pants and shit. That would be a hell of funny movie. We should do that. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Ghost jobs. We, we need to hire Richard and Josh to write this for us, and we'll film it. We should do it. That would be so funny. That would be It'd so funny. It'd be like a comedy. Funny. Yeah. I love it. And then kind of like how in Beetlejuice, how they have like this whole HR for like dead yeah. people or like a social <laughs> office for that shit. Like we could do that. Where like they can get their jobs that week. Oh, that's funny. This is going to be genius. <laughs> Premiered on Movie Riches. <laughs> oh, that so great. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> have to write that idea down. Yes, get these two together, <laughs> brainstorm. Yeah, Josh used to write all the time. He hasn't in a while, but maybe they can write in a book and see how far it goes. Yeah, I don't think there's many books on something like that. It's a hell of funny idea. It would be. You're just reading it. You're just like, <laughs> that'd be good. I would love to watch something like that. <laughs> don't take our ideas. We know who you are. Copyrighted corner combos. <laughs> Bitches. Or at least pay us $3 million for the idea. We'll give you, yeah, okay, we'll do that. No more, no less. <laughs> Three million. And then we will give you the script. As long as Brad Pitt's in there, because I feel like he could pull off one of the characters. <laughs> so that was mine. <laughs> Fun little tangent at the end there. <laughs> funny ghost things but you never see yeah. anything from like the ghost point of view so like you die I know and then you it's show like, up somewhere and they're like great now that you're dead welcome to your new life but you still gotta live it like you were alive and you're like what yeah cause like comedy horror is like it's own awesome genre yeah so and it would just be like you died but you still have your job <laughs> you still have to pay your bills you still get your ghost mail like yeah. you still get all that stuff but it's like mediocre things, you know, like a ghost would do. Like, we need you to knock stuff over from Monday to Friday. And you're like, <laughs> like, oh, no, somebody called out sick. And it's like, how could they? They're ghosts. Like, <laughs> you a mental health day. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? It'd be funny. <laughs> I love this. Oh, We're fucking geniuses. We are. Yeah, I don't know why we don't get the credit we deserve. Right. <laughs> Hey, we're fucking funny. All right. You got a good one, though. <laughs> I do. Okay. Okay, we're done with the jokes for a moment, fellas. Let's get back to the seriousness of hauntings. <laughs> so, I decided to do the Cecil Hotel in L.A., and I thought that it was, like, more haunted I couldn't really find any evidence of it being haunted, but 
people for sure say it's cursed and it probably is because there's been like over 80 deaths that happened there lots of suicides and then oh like violent deaths that have happened that's crazy Um, i know there's like a couple i've heard of a couple but like yeah, this art this article that I have, I'm just gonna read like every one they highlight because it's horrifying. But um what was it a couple years ago that the Netflix documentary came out? Um actually let me see. Um I don't so there, know if it was a couple or like last year. Okay. Um so there is a documentary on Netflix about the Cecil Hotel and the disappearance of Alyssa Lamb. 2000, or 2021. Okay, so last year. Yeah. And the show is really cool because um, it's like half history of the hotel, which is like super shady and sketchy. And then it's half the mystery of what happened to Alyssa Lamb. Right. And it was done really well, and they interview, like, did you watch it? Yeah. Okay. They interview, like, the the hotel manager um, who was there for, like, 30 years. I don't know if it was that long. She was there for a long time. She saw some shit. And, like, the maintenance worker that found her, and they, (sighs) they interviewed... A couple of um, tourists from I remember from that foreign tourists and yeah that okay we'll talk about that when I get back to Alyssa Lamb but <laughs> just just go watch it because it's really interesting. Um, so the Cecil Hotel was built in 1924, and it was supposed to be like. Uh, just a destination for international businessmen and it was supposed to be like this glitzy thing glamour and workers that were coming into town and whatever and he spent a million dollars to build the hotel which would today be 16.9 million and it was like super nice it was 700 rooms um, stained glass windows marble lobby palm trees huge staircase like just like luxury right like a really nice hotel fancy ass hotel um but just a couple years after it opened uh is when the great depression hit and so like everywhere la was like decimated by it and it's like in the middle of downtown and so that's where um like Skid Row kind of popped up with all the homeless people. I think they were saying like 10,000 homeless people just like in the streets around this area in downtown. So it became very like seedy area. It's not very seedy. Not now. great area. Just disgusting place just because, you know, all the garbage, all the drugs, all the, you know. Um, so then the hotel started to become associated with like prostitution and drugs and I love how it went from like luxury hotel to like a nasty like motel six right <laughs> like overnight and the interesting thing about it and they talk about it in the 
documentary is that there were, I think, floors one through six were actually long-term rentals or like affordable housing. So they had tenants basically. And then floors seven and higher, like seven, I think they have 14 floors. So seven through 14 were the hotel rooms. So they did have a 13th floor. I don't think they did. I think it's probably 13 floors, but they call it 14. Right. Like it's the same where they never tell, they never name the floor 13 or whatever. Yeah, so oftentimes the, the tenants were like dirty and because it, it was cheap place to live and so like not and you know not not the best quality people but then also the um, it was a cheap to rent a hotel room there it was like the cheapest in the city so you'd get like overnighter prostitution and stuff like that not your and first choice when yeah you're no you like you see like this great like, nice-looking from the photos online, like, nice-looking hotel, but then you get there, and it's like, like, oh, not so great. And the crazy thing about it, from the documentary, they said, like, there was one lobby for the tenants and the hotel guests. Like, it was the same lobby. They just took, um, they took different elevators. So you go up the stairs to the elevators, and then these couple elevators will go to the tenant quarters and then these few elevators will go all the way to the top or all the way to the hotel. Right. Which is kind of strange. You think you might want to keep it separated. I think I would because that's a lot of like, you know, what if you didn't know that it was a a shitty hotel and you're like, oh, well, we're just here for a couple days. We're just going to stay here because it had really good deals. And you show up and there's like long-term tenants that are screaming about their water or something like that in the lobby. And you're like, oh, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think I'd have been mad. I'm like, I want my money back and I want to go. <laughs> now. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm reading from an article um, on allthatsinteresting.com. And so in the 1930s alone, the CISO Hotel was home to at least six reported suicides. A few residents ingested poison, while others shot themselves, slit their own throats, or jumped out their bedroom windows. And here's like a few of the deaths that happened, and they're pretty bad. So, 1934, Army Sergeant Louis D. Borden slashed his throat with a razor. Less than four years later, Roy Thompson of the Marine Corps jumped from atop the Cecil Hotel and was found on the skylight of a neighboring building. Um, In September 1944, this one is really sad, 1944, 19-year-old Dorothy Jean Purcell awoke in the middle of the night with stomach pains while she was staying at the Cecil with Ben Levine, 38, she went to the bathroom so as not to disturb him, and to her complete shock, gave birth to a baby boy. She had no idea she was pregnant. And that that actually happens, and I don't... I, I have no idea. I don't understand. I don't know. Like, I don't... I don't know how that works, but it happens. I've seen it. I mean, there's some women where you wouldn't even tell. 
or you would think that they're like only a couple months pregnant and they're like totally full term just because yeah that's the way they're built yeah it's crazy so anyway this is the sad part so mistakenly thinking her newborn was dead Purcell <sighs> threw her live baby out the window oh, no. and onto the roof of the building next door at her trial she was found not guilty of murder by reason of insanity, and she was admitted to a hospital for psychiatric treatment. Hmm. Um, baby. That's, ugh, yeah, that's, that's a tough one. That I like probably, it. that probably should have received a trigger warning, sorry. <laughs> trigger warning! Um, <laughs> 1962, 65-year-old George Gianni was walking by the Cecil with his hands in his pockets when he was struck to death by a falling woman. Pauline Auten, 27, jumped from her ninth floor window after an argument with her estranged husband, Dewey. Her fall killed both her and Gianni instantly. Police initially thought the two had committed suicide together, but reconsidered when they found Gianni was still wearing shoes. If he had jumped, his shoes would have fallen off mid-flight. <laughs> Can you imagine like walking down the street? Dude, what a lovely day. The sun's out. Oh, it's so great. And it's like some person smashed. fell on you. You're like, oh, no. That's it. Oh, my gosh. And I, I it's so weird that, like, their one thing is like, well, we know that he didn't jump because his shoes are on. They would have been, like, flying over here and over there. And you're like, that's a great observation, man. Like, <laughs> Um, another thing about the Cecil Hotel was that in the mid-80s, Richard Ramirez, which yes. was the night stalker um, and murderer of 13 people, lived in a room on the top floor of the building. And during the time, during his killing spree. And because of the hotel's location like on skid row homeless people crazy people like all the crazy shit that would happen like he would go out kill someone throw his bloody clothes in the dumpster and just like walk through the lobby naked and no one batted an eye because he was a weird fuck for one two like it's disgusting they're just like, this is normal. This is a Tuesday. And he's just walking in the lobby, like, butt naked. Um, weird shit like that all the time. And didn't he, like, stink so bad? Like, could you imagine? They just, well, I guess, yeah. like you, you know, said, there were so many weird people going in and out of there all the time. They were probably just like, look who's back. Yeah. And then, because of the location, there were like bodies found in the alleys around the hotel from like overdoses and things like that um and then there was another serial killer in 1991 an austrian serial killer named jack unterweger um who stayed there and he would he uh like strangled prostitutes is what he did. Fun guy. Yummy. Um, so there's that. <laughs> and they, they tied him to there. it. They tied him to it because there were um, like 
prostitutes vanishing within the area, and he was there at the time. So they think that he was responsible for those. Um, uh, it's also claimed that he dated the hotel's receptionist. Oh, okay. Um, there is a rumor. Um, it is included in this article as fact, but I've also seen that it's not true or it can't be proven or whatever, so I don't know, but a, the Black Dahlia was there drinking at the bar a few days heard before that. a few days before she was found dead. Um, this article says it happened. I read other things that said that it's, it was a false claim. Um, or it just can't be verified, so... Or a girl that looked very similar yeah. to the Black Dahlia was there, and it wasn't specifically her. Yeah. And then last, um, 2013, um, college student Alyssa Lamb was found dead inside the water tank of the roof of the hotel. Um, she was naked, drowned in the water tank. Um, she was only found this is the part that like ugh so awful so I don't think I could I'll say it after okay so we don't ruin it so she was okay and I'll say again that they interviewed the guests that were there during this time that re re reported something being wrong so trigger she, warning she had been missing for I don't do you remember how long she was missing for oh I want to say like a week or so. Maybe it was a couple weeks. It was significant. Anyway, so she went She went missing from the hotel. They couldn't figure out where she went because video surveillance, the whole case was weird and the internet blew up with all their theories and that's like kind of what the documentary is about. But basically she was acting weird on the videos. Um, like she was doing we'll some weird... We'll have to weird, do one about her because yeah. there's... A lot. A lot. She was doing like this weird thing inside the elevator and people thought maybe she was being followed or she was trying to get away from someone. Um, she was bipolar, so it's just speculation that maybe she didn't have her medication or something and was like having psychosis. Um, but of course, we'll never know. So they couldn't find her because there was never any like video surveillance of her leaving the hotel. She just like vanished. And they did search the hotel, like, top to bottom, trying to find her. Anyway, this amount of time goes by, and guests... Oh, it was a good couple of weeks. So, I guess she disappeared um, January 31st. She was scheduled to leave then. Nobody saw her until February 19th. Oh, goodness. So, it's a good couple of weeks. Yeah. That's so, the time to sit Guests, guests had reported um, issues with the water. Uh, like It was coming out like a weird color, and it tasted funny, which if it were colored, I don't know why you would drink it, but smelt weird, I'm assuming. Yeah, so they reported <laughs> an issue with the water. So the maintenance man went up on the roof to check the water tower, and... He found her body in the water tower, so she had been there, presumably for weeks. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> what I was gonna say before 
because I didn't want to spoil it until you said it, is after something like that, I don't think I'd ever drink water ever again. Probably not. Nope. And I would not be, unless it came from a bottle. I'd be like, I'm not, I'm not doing that no more. That was too much. Like, I don't, I would definitely not be okay no. after I found out I drank water that someone Somebody had died in. Yeah. Like, I would be all kinds of, I would be, you'd probably have to lock me up because that's. I would be not okay. That's a whole different. I feel like that was a person in there. I drank their body stuff and. Yeah. Yeah. When I heard that, when they were like, oh, we were, the water was just coming out. Like me and Richard were like, like, no, that is disgusting. Yeah. So it really was horrible what happened to her. So the documentary highlights her case and then the history of the Cecil Hotel. And so. Yeah, lots of gnarly deaths happened there. There were the suicides. There was her unexplained death, but they they pretty much rolled it in accident, I think. I don't remember. Do you know? Yeah. Or und- or was it undetermined? No, was it, it was rolled in accident. Okay. Um, and, I, and I won't, like, get into too much detail, but they pretty much said it was her bipolar. Yeah, because she, she probably wasn't taking her medication. Yeah. So... And then there were overdoses and probably murders and just all this, all these horrible things happened at this place. It's crazy. Um, And then this says that in 2015, I think this is the last um, death. Um, Yeah, the last body was found uh, was a man who reportedly committed suicide. Um, It doesn't go into detail, but so 2015 um i haven't found any real like evidence of any hauntings but i'm pretty sure it seemed like a lot of weird stuff happened for something not to be intervening yeah like that like like that's where like the curse comes from like they say it's cursed could be or like i don't know maybe i just didn't dig hard enough (laughs) but there was a photo from, I don't remember when this is from, like 2014, 2015 maybe, that apparently shows a ghost on the outside of the building. I, I, I don't know. You tell me what you think. I don't, I don't think it looks like anything, but do you see, like, do you think it looks like a body? I mean, I guess it could kind of look like someone standing in the window. I kind of see it. But it's not, I don't, like, that's the only thing I could find. kind of looks like a Grim Reaper to me, because it almost looks like that weird (laughs) stick is like a scythe. Like, oh, shit. So, Ghost Hunters went there, and they did an episode about it. I didn't watch that. I don't put much faith in them. I don't like them, but... Who knows if what they found was real or not. Right. But it also, um, oops, I closed my article. Sorry. Hold on. (laughs) Um, I was almost done too. Yeah. So with all the weird stuff that happened there, um, it did inspire partly season five of American Horror Story, the hotel season. Yeah. Um, so the Hotel Cortez was based off of 
primarily H.H. Holmes murder castle because of the the who's it uh, Peter's of Peter's character yeah um, and the location and the deaths that were portrayed in the show were inspired by the Cecil um, I I only watched like two or three episodes of that season. I couldn't really get into it, so I never finished it. Wasn't it wasn't my favorite so one. No, but now I kind of want to watch it and see like what like they did. Comparison. And then the episode that has the Devil's Night in there, where um, all the ghosts of the dead serial killers like get together. And that um, one was actually a really dinner. good episode. Uh, that was inspired. Uh, based off of um, the Night Stalker being there and everything. So, it's kind of interesting. I will say, that one was probably my favorite one because I was just, like, telling my husband, I was like, oh, that's so-and-so. Oh, that's that so-and-so killer. Oh, that's so-and-so. <laughs> it was kind of sick. <laughs> yeah, so, I guess. Oh, no, that's not all I have. So, um, it was clo- closed down. Like, over the years, they tried to, like, rebrand because of all the bad stuff that happened. And this, I guess, talked about in the documentary. They changed the name, but they didn't really change anything about it. Okay, but you put a hat on a duck, and it's still going to be a duck. Right, right. right. So, like, (laughs) didn't work, right? And then it, I think it did close down for a little while. And then this is recent. So, I don't remember if this was included, but in 2017. It was bought by a New York developer, and they rehabbed it and everything, and it's, I don't know if it's open now, or it's going to open as 600-unit low-income housing, so it's not going to be any kind of hotel, it's just going to be low-income housing. Yeah, I don't think you can really do any more luxury stuff with it, considering (sighs) it is in Skid Row, and Skid Row's always been... But it always will be messed up. Yeah, just the, just the, yeah, element that's around it. I, everything that happened in it, just blow it up, man. Demolish it. Get rid of it. <laughs> Get rid of Start it. Start new. Nobody. Scratch it. Like, I don't know. I'd be kind of interesting to, like, check back every now and again and see if anything else has happened. Only if anybody else has died? Only because it's only been, like, it's not even 100 years old yet. It's close. But, and it's, like, all this weird stuff. All this horrible stuff. My guess is that I would say it is haunted, because there has to be something in that hotel that either draws in the crazy uh-huh. or brings out the weird in people and the bad and maybe that's why all those gruesome things happen there. I want to say I don't know if I'm remembering correctly or not it didn't come up when I was looking again but I want to say that stuff even happened like during the building of it like Ooh, I don't accidents know. and stuff so maybe Maybe that started it off. Who knows? <laughs> I think if I had two accidents on a building job, I'd be like, okay, we're done here. <laughs> Someone doesn't want us to build. Right, close her down. <laughs> this has nothing to do with us. This has to do with the spirit here. We're done. Um, 
And yeah, I think that's all I have. That's interesting. I did know that there was, um, like, I know that serial killers, well, I knew that Richard Ramirez stayed there. And I knew about the girl that jumped. But for some reason, the fact that she landed on somebody slipped my mind. So that <laughs> was yeah, a new fact. I, I still can't get over that one. Just like, you're walking down the street, man, and then you get crushed by another person. Right? Are you kidding me? Oh, this is what I mean. Is like, life is so freaking crazy. Because, like, what if he's all, like, I got a promotion. It's a great sunny day. This is awesome. I'm on my way to go get my favorite burrito and just smash. And you're like, man, what the fuck? Like, that's one of those things where you're like, the sky is literally falling. Like, this is it. It's done. It's the apocalypse. I'm over it. Like, who the fuck thinks that, like, when you're walking under windows? Like, that's not my thought. I just, like, I kind of look up and I'm like, man, that's really high up. But my first thought's never like, man, I hope somebody doesn't jump the window and, like, land on me. So I'm sure that was not his thought when he's walking down the street. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's a great day, yada, yada, yada. And then that happens. I'm like, what are the freaking odds? It's one of those weird ways to go out. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, did you hear about, um, I think the, the article was yesterday. Um, I didn't read it. Josh said he did it to kind of explain what happened. But there was a cop in Vegas that was crushed by, like, that bar, like, that construction bar thing. Yeah, I did read about it. Well, I didn't read into depth like about he, it, but I, 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 get, I didn't read the I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline. But then Josh said that what happened was he, um, it's not clear whether he was on duty in a patrol car or if he was just in his own vehicle off whatever. He was driving. They were driving. There's this bridge portion, I guess, that's under construction and that had been lowered a foot for whatever they're doing. And there's this truck hauling construction, um, like beams and stuff, and it went under it and it was too tall. And so the beams got like forced out and they fell on the guy's car and he died. He literally got final destination. Yeah. See, that's why I don't drive behind people like that. Only because that movie scared the crap out of me so much. I don't like to... If they have, like, a strap around their thing, but they're carrying something, there's no blockade there. I'm like, no, I don't want to drive behind that. That shit's scary. Only because of that movie. So, man, that's such a freak fucking accident. Like, how would you even know that that would happen? Ugh. That's why I love Final Destination. <laughs> freak accidents. Except some of them, well, the later ones, I guess I should say. The later ones got pretty stupid. I'm a purist. I've only seen the first one. Uh, just, I don't like the race car one. I like everything up until the third one. I think the third one was with the roller coaster. Yeah, I think there's a third one that has to do with the roller coaster. That still had some really good ones. Like, there's a nail gun scene where it just happens to go off because of, like, a pigeon. And and it, like, shoots him instead. And so that one was good. But everything after that, like, there was a 3D one that was so stupid. <laughs> like, some of the deaths, like, they weren't, like, freakish. Like, something that would just normally, like, happen, I felt. Like, that's not too freakish. It's not like where they came up with something clever where like seven other things that could have killed you didn't uh-huh. but it was this one really stupid thing that did. Oh, uh, okay. Like, they like went too far with it. Yeah. Like my favorite is in the second one 
where he's like, I think it's the second one, yeah, where he's making his like breakfast or something like that, and it's like he gets his hand stuck in the freaking sink, and then like a knife falls near him, and then there's like a fire, and none of that kills him, and he escapes <laughs> and everything, like, or he slips too. There's at one point where he slips, and he could have died that way. He gets out of the fire, goes down a fire escape and everything like that, and he falls off of it because it like what happens oh he yeah it falls off of it and then it drops and he's it's like right here and it stops and he goes phew you know and you're like man man you know, like, went through a whole lot of shit and then it just like right through his eye you know maybe i have seen the second one because that one sounds familiar. yeah but that one's like my favorite because it's like he goes through like all, all of this shit and nothing gets him and it's something so freak like how the <laughs> Like, it stops, and he's like, whew, I'm in the clear. And then Hal Freakish is like, nah, just kidding. And then, like, totally It's like a video up. game where you're, like, yeah. trying to do all these tasks and everything. It was so crazy. He's falling on oil. He's getting knives that fall <laughs> down on him. He gets his hands stuck, and he's like, shoot, there's a fire, and that could have burned down the whole place. And it's like, all this stuff happens. And it was just like the one thing, this one little tiny thing that he didn't think would happen, that happened. So I was like, man, see, that's what I mean with, like, freakish death. But not in the older ones, because the, they're like, uh, the, I shouldn't say older ones, the newer ones were kind of crappy. Although, I will say, the last one came out pretty well. There were some pretty good ones in there. There's like an acupuncture scene where he falls over. So, Ooh. aren't those on HBO right now? They might be. I might have to watch at least the first couple. I watched Jack Kevorkian on HBO. That was sad. We watched um, Old by M. Night Shyamalan. Have you seen that? No. I think it came out last year. I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen that one? No. It's kind of crazy. It's it's a kind of fucked up movie. (laughs) It's like where they go to the... uh, They go to the beach, and then, um, like, they're aging, like, rapidly, like, within a few hours. I did see that one. Okay, I lied. We did see that one right when you told me about that. I was like, oh my goodness, right? And they go like through this secret little portal or, or like not yeah, secret they, portal, well, the secret they, little island area. Yeah, but they can't leave because anytime they try and go through, they like black out and start over. Yeah. And it's like like the kids start out at like six years old and ten right. years old and then they grow up within like a few hours. I know. And then, like, one of them gets pregnant, and then the baby comes out and then grows up in, like, a matter of, like... Yeah, no, it died oh, because it was aging right. too fast and, like, it wasn't fed or whatever. Well, spoiler alert, but... <laughs> no, I do remember that one. Yeah, we did watch that one. Okay, I didn't recognize that the was, name of it. That was kind of weird. <laughs> and you can't leave... Oh, man, I, I think... Oh, and then what was some? We watched something else where it looked like there was that same scene. And I looked at him. and I was like, "That looks like the one where you like age really quickly." He goes, "I know." <laughs> oh, and another good one, fresh. You should watch that. Fresh. Fresh. I think that's what it's called. Fresh. Fresh. And then there is another one I have to tell you about that you guys would really like. But I have to ask Richard for the name of it. But yeah, like my husband's friend suggested this one called Fresh. And it starts out as what you think is going to be like a rom-com, but you kind of get this eerie feeling that it's not going to just be a rom-com, and sure as shit, it's not. (laughs) And it gets kind of really dark and, like, disturbing, and you're like, oh, a lot of, of, uh, what would you want to 
call it cannibalism in there, so you're like, oh, oh ooh, that's, that's not, fun. Yeah. Fun, wholesome family film. Oh, but it, you know, it, it kind of <laughs> felt like it was going to be. Like, you're like, oh, this is a cute little rom-com, but I kept telling Richard, I was like, because he, it, it was the way he, uh, Jake set it up, was that, oh, it's a rom-com kind of style, and he kept telling me, he's like, I don't know the plot or anything, he's like, but Jake says it's like a rom-com. I was sitting here, and I kept looking at Richard. I was like, "This doesn't feel like a rom com because it has it starts getting that weird music, you know, uh-huh. like the little things that people put into movies where you're like, this isn't a rom com." And I was uh-huh. like, "I have a feeling that something bad's gonna happen." <laughs> and he's like, "I don't know. I haven't seen it yet." He's like, "But I'm kind of getting the same feeling." And then, sure shit, everything goes haywire. There's cannibalism, and you're just like, "This is so not rom com." <laughs> <laughs> Josh really like that. It's dubbed because it's a a Russian film. Okay. So it is a little off when they talk because they had to have actors dub it. But uh-huh. like the whole thing, <laughs> it's just like this this couple. They're at the tail end of their marriage and they hate each other. And instead of getting divorced, they just kind of want to kill each other. But like each one doesn't know that like the spouse wants to kill them so they go oh, on vacation. Oh, I think we watched the trailer for that. What's it, it is called? so good. I can't remember the uh, freaking name of but it. You, you watched it? Yeah, and it's so good. I think we actually have it on our list. I it forget just what goes it's... so downhill. We watch, yeah, yeah, that sounds, the trailer, yeah, we watched the trailer for it. I'll have to, let me ask. I'll have to tell him we need to watch it then. Maybe we'll watch it tonight. It's so good. It's gory, but it's, like, really funny, and it's, like, everything just spirals out of control for them. Like, they were going (laughs) to, they had it all planned out, and then everything just kind of goes downhill, and it just keeps going downhill. Like, all these people just start showing up out of freaking nowhere, and it's funny because they backtrack, and they tell you, like, they'll show you why they went to that specific camp, like, cabin that everybody Uh else went to. So it's so funny that all these, like, it's so random. There's one scene, like, where these people just fall through the roof. And you're like, how the fuck did they get up there? Like, who the fuck are these people? So it backtracks, and you get to see why they were at the cabin. And uh-huh. it's, it's so funny. Did you, oh, guys, did you guys ever watch the one we told you about um, with the floofs, the alien floofs? Um, what's it called? Save Ourselves or... Save yourself. I don't think so. That's a, yeah. It's <laughs> this couple. Um, they're from New New York City, and they want to kind of like unplug and just chill and you know relax and everything. So they go up to this cabin. Uh, they're supposed to turn off their phones, turn off their computer. They're not supposed to have anything, and um, they're up there for like a night. And then there's like a they see the shooting star or they see something they see it happen and then the girl like I forget what happens but she can't stand anymore so she turns on her phone and she's got all these messages from her mom and then she starts reading the news she's like what the hell happened like like the end of the world happened in the city and then they're out there the two of them and then it's just like it's just this puff ball like is in the cabin mm-hmm. or outside where the, I forget where they first see it, but it's like these just these poof balls. That and sounds they, adorable. And they keep seeing these poof balls, but they're not adorable. They're deadly. They have these like it's this little poof ball, and then it's like this murder tongue goes, and like grabs things and kills things and eats <laughs> things. 
So they have to try and get away from the poof ball back to civilization. Right. Oh, that's not. <laughs> and like it's kind funny. of it's kind of like a funny, silly. Uh, it, I mean, it's kind of serious, but it's like a at the same time, like a half and half, of, yeah, yeah, like a dark comedy, I guess. Well, it has to be if the yeah. alien's like a little floof ball, yeah, and then you're like, oh, it's, it's so cute, and then it just like stabs you, and you're like, not so cute no more. <laughs> you're not adorable anymore. Yeah, it's a good one. We'll watch that one because that sounds like totally. Down we watched it on Hulu, so I don't know if it, we watched it a while ago, so I don't know if it's still on there, but. Save yourself or save ourselves or something like that. Oh, let's check it out. Yeah, that sounds so. <laughs> that sounds like I could dig that kind of stuff. <laughs> I can do things that aren't like they're supposed to be. I like movies like that. <laughs> Trips you up a little bit. But yeah, that was that was our haunted places and our little tangent, <laughs> <laughs> movie tangent. <laughs> We should do an Elise Lamb one, though. We should. Let's talk about that one for days. There was a... I think it's a... Like, a a historical case that I was thinking about the other day that we should do, but I forgot what it was. And I wouldn't mind doing it only because it wasn't... It was, like, a long, long time ago. But I... Fun. But I... do older cases. But I, I don't know what it was. I don't remember what it was. Oh, I think it was serious. I think I think H H Holmes. I think I wanted to do H H Holmes. Ooh, that would be fun because I've learned a couple of things about him that are kind of interesting. I'll tell you after. Okay. (laughs) Because I want to save it because I want to look more in depth because it was just kind of ideas that were put into my mind where I kind of was like, I guess I can kind of see it, but I want to look more into it to make Uh sure that I'm not representing them in a different way, I guess I would say. Okay. But, yeah, so uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, or no, Facebook and Twitter, because you did the Instagram. Yeah. At Corner Convos. (laughs) Instagram at Corner Convos Podcast. Man, has it been that long? It's only been a week. Well, we're getting back in the groove. I I hope you enjoyed it. My neighbors are hella loud. Two for last week, because... We didn't record last week, and that was my fault, but my brother is on leave from the Marine Corps. That's right. So. And I told her, I was like, uh, no, you need to go see your brother. And then we're going to do it again, and then Jake got into town, and we're like, let's just do it Saturday. Let's just wait. <laughs> but you got two last week, so. Right. So you can catch up on that. Yeah. Anyway, where are we at? Instagram. Corner, uh, com- Corner Podcast. And Gmail. Corner Podcast at gmail.com. Check out the other ones. We got Movie Riches and Kay's Coffee and Books Corner, which is now a monthly that will come out the last Friday of every month. Thanks, dude. Well, you got life, too. What? You can't just, like, devote your whole life to books. Well, I can, but I have to work. Yeah. Yeah, so I just released one, and then the next one will be out on July 1st. So. It, 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 it. And then you still got to work on your Stephen King one with Chardo. I know. We're going to have to do that. I should come up. Maybe we should do a crossover with Movie Riches. Ooh. We should. That would be fun. Movie Riches meets Corner Combos. Yeah. Even though I'm on both of them. (laughs) Although I really... I can't contribute a lot on Movie Riches. I more just kind of like say hi for the guys. Well, you have to wait till they get into different genres, then then maybe you can. Maybe I can. There's been a couple movies where I can chime in, 
But it's more just like, yeah, I was very traumatized. It was great. So. <laughs> well, they're close to being done with horror, right? They have uh, one more to do, and that's 20 through 1. That's it. They'll be done with their list, and then we'll post the entire list so everybody can just kind of see what it looks like. And then I think they're going to do the Nick Cage. I think they're heavily pushing for the Nick Cage top 10. They totally should because that new one just came out that we need to see. Have you guys seen it? No, the one where he like plays himself. Yeah. Oh, I want to see that one. That looks funny. Yeah. Okay, anyway. So, yeah, and we will see you all next week. I don't think we have a twofer because I don't know what to do. We didn't plan anything, so no. we'll see you next week. Next week! <laughs> Bye! Bye!